1: kids, welcome to our show. We are a family podcast dedicated to empowering a generation of kind and empathetic innovators and citizens of the world. Join us today as we explore Oaxaca, a diverse region in southern Mexico, full of natural beauty, rich cultures, and vibrant traditions. We're going to learn about how the people of Oaxaca celebrate Dia de los Muertos, which translates to Day of the Dead.
2: Hello Culture Kids, my name is Asher and I am your host, along with my mom, Kristen.
1: October and early November is a time of the year where lots of cultures around the world honor their ancestors, but for some cultures, the practice of remembering our loved ones can be done all throughout the year. Before we begin our episode and learn about the Day of the Dead, we received a wonderful voicemail from a listener who shared how her family honors their ancestors.
2: Hello, my name is Julia and I am from New Jersey. Lots of Koreans honor their ancestors by performing chade. In chade, you wear black and eat special foods. A picture of the past family member or ancestor is placed while people bow down to show their respect. In my family, however, we do not perform this because of our religion. We normally just have a memorial service on the passing of their date and lay down flowers on their grave. Happy Dia de los Moretos.
1: Thank you, Julia. It's amazing how people from all over the world show love and respect to their ancestors in unique ways. Each culture's special traditions remind us of the deep connections we have with our loved ones who are no longer with us. And it's a beautiful way to keep their memory alive.
2: We have a guest named Miss Betty, who is from Oaxaca, Mexico, and wants to share about how her family celebrates the Day of the Dead.
1: Day of the Dead, or Dia de los Muertos in Mexico, is a holiday where families come together to remember and celebrate their loved ones who have passed away. It is a spiritual and beautiful time to cherish the memories with altars,
2: ofrendas, music, and of course, good food. And today, we're gonna visit Oaxaca, which is a beautiful region in southern Mexico. Come on, let's go!
1: People in Oaxaca, including indigenous groups like the Zapotec and Mixtec, speak different languages and have rich traditions that have been passed down for generations. Oaxaca is also known for making mezcal, a grown-up drink made from agave plants. The indigenous people in Oaxaca have been making mezcal for a long time using traditional methods, and it is a big part of their culture and heritage.
2: Let's meet Miss Betty. It's a pleasure to have you on the show.
0: Hello, everybody. My name is Beatriz Mendez. I am a twin mom. They have six-year-old, and I am from Oaxaca, Mexico. To be specific, I'm from Santiago Matatlan, which is a little pueblo, little village, not little anymore. And we speak Zapoteco, we're Zapotec people. Thank you for being here. What does
2: Zapoteco mean?
1: The Zapoteco people are an indigenous group from Mexico, especially in the region of Oaxaca. They have their own language and a rich culture with deep roots in traditional customs. Many Zapoteco communities are known for their crafts, such as colorful textiles and pottery, which shows their artistic talents and connections to their heritage. Awesome. And to be part of an indigenous group means you're part of a community that has lived in a place for a very long time, often with its own language and special traditions. These groups have a deep connection to their land and unique ways of doing things that they've learned from their ancestors.
2: I love that. So you speak your own language. That's not Spanish.
0: That's a very good question, by the way. In Oaxaca, we have uh, we speak Zapoteco, Chinanteco, Mazateco, or um, neighbor town. They speak Zapoteco, but in a very different way. They have another accent, they have, it's just different. But you can still understand it, but it's just different.
1: So are there different dialects of Zapoteco language too?
0: Yeah, it's like every part in Oaxaca. I'm not sure how many dialects we have, but Valles Centrales, that part of Mexico, we speak Zapoteco. We also speak Spanish, but sadly, the Zapoteco is kinda missing, it's kinda disappearing, so people from my town are trying to bring that back. Just
2: like so many countries around the world, Mexico also seems very diverse with many languages, not just Spanish.
0: Yeah, my town is a very diverse uh, village.
2: We celebrate Day of the Dead in our family, but we do celebrate something similar, which is Halloween. Yeah. Can you explain more about the
0: celebrations? The Day of the Dead is a mystical celebration. Every part of Mexico we celebrate it in different way, but always honoring our ancestor and to celebrate it and welcome them once a year into our house.
2: So the time when spirits of our ancestors come to visit, that sounds nice, but also spooky.
1: Yes, but in many cultures, as we learned about from our previous episodes, honoring your ancestors at a certain time of the year is a beautiful, meaningful, and spiritual practice that brings families together.
2: And in Mexico, they celebrate on a October 31st—that's Halloween here in America.
0: Uh, thank you, Asher, for asking that question. In my town, we started celebra- celebrating in October 31st because that's the day of Día de los Santos Inocentes, which means it's a celebration of all the little children who already passed away.
2: Oh, that is special. That makes me feel sad, but it's also a time of celebration of their life too.
0: The next day, on November 1st, we celebrate Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. So, this is the day to celebrate the grown up spirits. Exactly.
1: Can you share with us how a typical day looks like for Day of the Dead
0: on November 1st? First day, we welcome like, family members and friends to bring the ofrendas to their house for our beloved one or ancestor who already uh, passed away.
2: It's almost like preparing
0: for a party. What time do they come? In the morning at 12 p.m. is the time that we welcome our ancestor, and then we welcome the house with a copal, which is a special incense. We start to light up the candles in the house and drink mezcal as a way to say welcome. It's like a whole ritual to welcomes our ancestor.
1: Yup, and in the regions of Mexico, as Miss Betty explained, they start off the celebrations with copal, which is a type of tree resin used in Mexico mainly for religious ceremonies and rituals. It is believed that copal can help purify the air and create a pleasant smell.
0: The elderly of the house, in, in my case, my mom used to get the copalera, we call it, that is a special thing to hold the copal, and then to start to start go around with the, uh, the copal and say, thank you for coming, thank you that you are here, please protect my family, and saying things like that, like kind of like a pray.
2: Oh, we also pray too. Sometimes before we eat and sometimes at night.
1: Exactly. But in this case,
2: this is a prayer of celebration
1: to welcome the spirits of their ancestors into the house for the day. Could you please share more about the beautiful altars families create during Day of the Dead celebrations in Mexico?
0: Our ofrenda goes into the floor and the altar is like goes into a table into a higher place.
2: Got it. So there are two things to set up. Ofrenda on the bottom and altar on the table. Yes! Can you tell us what goes on the ofrenda?
0: Yeah, the ofrenda is more like a way to say, I'm bringing you my ofrenda, my, a present for you. It has to be first the flowers, Then uh, fruits, the nuts, and on top of that needs to be the pan de muerto, the bread. Hmm. And aside of that, a candle and or a bottle of mezcal.
1: That's interesting that it has to be presented a certain way. So as Miss Betty mentioned earlier, this is how it is set up in her family from Oaxaca, Mexico. It may be done differently in other regions of Mexico. So in this case, the ofrenda goes on the floor in front of the altar, and altars are raised on a table. This is also similar to how other cultures around the world build their altars. Raising it to a table away from the floor is showing respect, and in this case, creating a bridge between our present world and the world of the dead.
2: Can you also tell us about Pandemueto?
0: muerto? Yeah, they they only make it for that specific day, uh, the Day of the Dead, I believe it's in all of Mexico. Um, as in my town, we go to uh, the closest town that make bread, and they decorate it with sugar, and they make skeletons, and it has beautiful decoration on the bread.
2: Wow, that's cool that it's decorated.
0: Uh-huh. I
1: agree. Thank you for sharing that, Miss Betty pen de muerto, which translates to bread of the dead, represents the cycle of life and death, and it's a special way for families to connect and honor departed loved ones. So we learned about what goes on the ofrenda. Could you tell us how you decorate your altar in your family?
0: In the altar that is on top of that, it needs to be on top, on higher. Um, is where you put the dish, the favorite dish that your ancestor used to like. So for example, if my grandma used to like um, soup, I'm gonna make soup so I can welcome my grandma and say, oh, here's the soups that you like, and we make it just for you. Chocolate, uh, pan de muerto, the bread of the dead, uh, flowers, candles, the copal, which is the incienso. Also like the picture of your um, ancestor, picture of like um, Jesus Christ or like any other saint. In In my house it was just only the picture of Jesus Christ and above it was the picture of my grandpa and grandma from my dad's side and my brother also. Sounds like it is a beautiful display with lots of meaningful
1: things. And for our grown-ups, you can look at some photos of how Miss Betty's family adorned their altars for Day of the Dead on our Instagram page at culturekidsmedia.
2: So what do you do for the rest of the day after you set up the altar and ofenda?
0: Um we invite them to drink with us chocolate, to have some food, and to chat and remember like stories about our ancestor. The grown-ups, they just stay there and tell stories because that suppose that our ancestors are, are there hanging out with us.
2: Oh, so it's like partying with your ancestors that are there to visit that day. And in
1: other parts of Mexico, some families do this
2: by
0: visiting cemeteries for the night. They spend the whole night there with uh, with the candles, with the incienzo, drinking, chatting into the cemetery because they are there. Only for that day, they are there in the cemetery.
2: All the way into the night. Then when do the spirits
0: leave? The next day, um, again at 12 p.m., is... Uh, uh, when they, when you hear the bells at church the, uh, at 12 p.m. that means that our ancestors are leaving again to rest, and then again we have the copal to say goodbye, see you next year. Um, use a lot of fireworks. You can hear a, a lot of fireworks that as a way to celebrate that our ancestors are leaving.
2: It's sad to say goodbye, but it's a celebration because the spirits of the ancestors will be back next year.
1: Exactly. I love the idea of having fireworks as a way to bring good feelings, knowing the spirits will be back next year.
2: Day of the Dead sounds like a very meaningful celebration that brings families together.
1: I agree. I also love that Oaxaca has their own culture and language that is unique to the people that live there. I hope more kids in Oaxaca will learn
0: about the Zapoteco language.
2: Can you teach us some words in Zapoteco?
0: I can teach you Asher how to say thank you in Zapoteco and we say it gistioso. Gistioso. Should we try saying that together?
1: Yes. Gistioso. gistioso. And this means... Thank you in zapoteco.
0: And then we say also buenos dias, and which is good morning. And zapoteco will be like saxil.
1: You got it.
0: Let's practice saying this too.
1: Ready? Saxil. And this means good morning in zapoteco.
2: Cool. Thank
1: you for being on our show. Thank you, Miss Betty. Hope to see you again soon.
0: Goodbye, Culture Kids. Thank you.
1: Before we move on to our jokes, we have a little announcement. In consideration of recent events and to provide families with the time they need to process, we've decided to postpone the announcement of our giveaway by one more week. So the winners will now be announced on October 27th on our Instagram page. So this means you still have time to participate in our giveaway. To enter, simply leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We're offering exciting prizes, including a $50 Amazon gift certificate or a surprise box filled with Korean snacks we've discussed in our previous episodes. For more information, please check out our show notes. Okay, Asher, you can go first.
2: Thank you. What instrument does a skeleton play? What? A trombone! Boom, trombone. Ah,
1: I get it. Your turn. Why did the vampire get sick with the cold? Why? Because he couldn't stop coughing. (laughs) Get it? Coughing. Coughing. (laughs) why? Thanks for joining us on another episode of Culture Kids. If you'd like to submit a voicemail to be on our show, please head to our website at culturekidsmedia.com and let us know what you love about Culture Kids and what you want to learn about next. Don't
2: forget to check us out on YouTube. And follow us on
1: Instagram. And that's Culture Kids Media. Hope to see you again soon. Bye-bye.